come to the right place. What is wrong with you? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with me. I have a piece of gum. Me. Stuck on my All right. Okay. So we're in it. We're ready to start. What are you talking about this week? My case, it's called cheerleader. There are only so many cheerleader related murder cases. I don't care. So I'm you wondering if I know, I, I, I know, I just, I know like three off the bat. You so are I'm not allowed to say shit and pretend. Is it the one from the 80s or the 90s with the mom? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My case is called Big Lurch. What's Lurch? Well, we're going to get into that in the story, but Lurch is actually a character from Adam's family. You know, the in the traditional Adam's family, like from back in the day, not like the one from, um, not that one. The, actually, I think they had the same song, to be honest. I'm not <laughs> sure. Okay. Unless that's Monsters, I'm thinking of. Somebody correct me, but it's too late for me to go to my notes. But what I think... It was either Adam's family or Monsters, but they had like this this guy who kind of looked like Frankenstein in the family, mm-hmm. and he was big and tall, and his yeah. name was Lurch. And why big Lurch? If he you're was gonna find big out about it, and a Lurch, you're gonna find out about it in the story, which I actually think is just fascinating. I don't even know how it came to be. Today I was just like, wow, my phone is all kinds of fucked up because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just there. Minding my own business, you know, like I'm trying to find a case. You know, I have my little roster of cases. I go back to that to see if maybe one of them was what I feel like talking mm-hmm. about today. And I went through a couple and then this popped up and it was not on my list. But I know for a fact that my phone is all kinds of messed up. I have no idea why Instagram's still trying to sell me wigs and clothes <laughs> because <laughs> at this point I should be getting like all kind of ads for murders and like do you are you are cr- like criminal intent classes and stuff like that. I'm criminal surprised I don't get intent class. Yeah, like CIA training, you know, like to be one of those criminal intent people. You know the, the criminal, what do they call them? The ones who could like profilers. What a profiler do? They profile the the murderers. So like I let's say somebody came in here and found your body, right? God forbid, like I would, right? Come in here and find your body, and they have no. I mean, let's say it was in my apartment, you know, because then I'll be too easy. But yeah. it was like a random place to find your body, and then they're like, oh, based upon the hesitation of the knife marks, is a woman because women stab that way, whereas men stab a different way. You know what I mean? And based upon Shit, this true. of the crime scene, we believe the person is probably between 25 and 38 years old, you know? Or do we believe this about the person? Or oh, they're likely reclusive. Or you should be awesome this. for that. I think I would be. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't think that they would take me. Why not? I'm too excited. <laughs> to learn? Yeah. That fuck. They need somebody excited to learn. Come Alain. on. Um, there was a there's a show on Netflix. Um, I can't remember the name of it now. I think I want to say it was like Nightcrawler, but I don't think it was Nightcrawler. I think that's the name of one of the X Men. <laughs> and I'm here. <laughs> But it was good, and it was about how the BAU, which is the behavioral 
something unit. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't remember. That's Once again, name. I'm not going to go to my Clueless. phone. Clueless. Clueless is in the name. Um, how it got started. I think behavioral analyst unit. Maybe behavioral analyst unit makes sense. So what they would do is they would go interview serial killers to get an idea of how other killers work by speaking to living serial killers to find out what made them tick. And do you know one of the people who they interviewed was, remember Burdos? The guy who you had the foot fetish used to make his wife clean naked. <laughs> Jerry. Remember Jerry? He did interview Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> they interviewed him in like real life the, the show is about the profilers who and they interviewed him to make up the the science behind mm-hmm. how serial killers work i just find that shit so fascinating i mean i'm doing it for free maybe Not i should free, get paid to fuck. do it no i do it for oh, free dear. now you're telling stories yeah but i mean i research i go and i watch documentaries and stuff for free Maybe I should get paid to do it. How is it your life going with no trial? How is it? What? No Johnny Depp trial. Susanna, my life is a fucking shit show. You know that. Like in life, like in real life, my life is a shit show. What are you talking about? <laughs> you don't need, Why would you ask me I this? don't need. I don't need no fucking trial. Okay? <laughs> I have a lot going on. Uh, let me tell you something. The least stressful thing to happen to me this month is I got the flu so bad I ended up in the emergency room and that was the highlight of my month <laughs> that was the good thing of the month Susanna no, when tell me I like things are taken from you when things are taken from you you should be grateful as well yeah no no like okay I agree with that like when things when things end it's it's because it wasn't right. I'm all about feeling the feelings, mm. going through the process. I hate you, I hate you. I plan your murder. I do the math about jail. Yeah, shit. Right. What can I do there? What yeah. can I do out? What am I going to be good at there so I can survive? Fuck no. I'm a worse. Let me stay here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Retract, retract, retract. Forgiveness, <laughs> no shit. Let's kill it again. <laughs> and then go back. Uh. I'm sad. And then you're like, Fuck no. Right. <laughs> and then you're not going, I'm good. And then you start going. Right? Yes, Alcohol, yes. it's involving all of them yes, stages. Yes. For the people who are listening, I'm just going to go right out, tell you all my business. I am in the middle, not middle, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Post breakup at this moment. So that's what Susanna is really um, talking about right now. What if, I'm going to say my is my prayers are heard, we're going to hear about it on TikTok. And honestly... It is it's a TikTokable a story. TikTok worthy. It really is. Like not just TikTok worthy. It could really be on TV. Like honestly, I am now at this point just like selling the script. Warner Brothers. Uh, really? Uh, we we have the money. We have the money to, to pay for body surgery. Okay, <laughs> with the story that I have, right? I'm not ready to get into it on a public forum. <laughs> However, what I will say yet, what I will say is that, you know, I don't, I don't process feelings in that way. This is how it worked. I gave myself a solid couple days. I had a couple breakthrough episodes, but now I've come to some new information. <laughs> okay. That has allowed me to come out on the other side of if this. If it's not TikTok, we'll be patron. But we are going somewhere with this. 
Listen, we're monetizing this. I am on the other this. side of this. <laughs> and let me say, here we put it to you like this. We don't have enough followers on Instagram. If we get to a thousand followers on Instagram, I'm going to do this story. And I will tell you, and I don't care if he comes back, because if he tries to sue me, I'll just take him to court and win like Johnny Depp. Which we need to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Which we need to He technically won. Johnny, I don't won. understand. What do you mean? I don't understand how both of them okay win. so let me explain what let me explain Please. let me explain i am now a professional lawyer because i've been watching this case right uh, before we start yes when she was listening to the judge oh you mean for when she got the verdict yeah oh. when she got the verdict like she was like you can see it on her breathing unless she got good acting classes no that week Le okay no What happened is she never actually thought that she would lose because in her opinion, very similar to our opinion, opinion, you should believe women when they come to you and they say to you that they no. have been raped. And that is because we know historically there is a cycle of suppressing women's voices when it comes to these things. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when a woman actually gets the strength and the courage to come out and say, this has happened to me, give her your ear, listen to her facts, her facts happened to be bullshit. In this case, he sued her for $50 million in damages related yeah. to his loss of earnings from the franchise, the Pirates of the Caribbean, and related to whatever else he may have lost out on in the time. Mm -hmm. She countersued him, like, I see your sue and I raise you. Mm -hmm. And she countersued him for $100 million for okay. the damages to her that she faced during their marriage because remember, she was abused according to her. Yes. We had the whole trial. Yeah. Now, one of month. the things, one of the things I learned because me, I really just like you. I was like, I don't want to just go, fuck this yes. bitch. Let me try and yeah. see if I can find out some information. Yeah. I don't know how true this is. I'm saying I read it and I read it in more than one location. That Johnny Depp lost his trial in the UK because he sued the Sun. I believe the Sun is the name of the magazine mm -hmm. or the paper, mm -hmm. who came up with an article about him being an abuser because of what she said. She said, yeah. He did not sue her. He sued the Sun. Now, I don't know his reasoning behind that. Maybe at the time he still had love feelings for her, and he was like, I'm not going to sue her. I'll sue this people so they could retract what they said. Yeah. He lost that case, and a lot of people believe strongly he was guilty on the basis of him losing that case because, like, why would a judge listen to evidence and not throw the case if he was telling the truth. Yeah. What I read in this article, it's alleged that the person who was presiding over his case was close friends with the owner of the son. Okay. Which makes a huge conflict of interest for his okay. case. Okay. So he lost. Now he had this lawyer here. They're listening to all of the evidence. She come through with her evidence, according to her, that she was abused. She straight up slipped and said the word bruise kit. She showed them two cases of having been when abused. When I wrote the op-ed. <laughs> when, when I wrote the op-ed, so she admitted. Write, that's why I wrote yes, the op-ed. And straight up, like, are you trying to prove that she wrote the op-ed? Now we, yeah, okay. So she's admitting she wrote the op-ed. It was about him. It was, it was clearly about him, even though she doesn't name him by name and all of these things. We get to the end of the trial, and when they read out the verdict, he won all of his counts, but they only awarded him $15 million. And what did she get now? She got $2 million she, for her, but she countersued him for her damages. So for $100,000. $100 million. $100 million. Yes. 
She got two million. She got two. And the reason she got two is because his him. lawyer, mm-hmm. his previous lawyer, I believe, had said some things about her. And her lawyers did a good job of making it seem like or presenting the case that he knew about what the lawyer was going to say and in fact may have put him up to it. So because he may have put him up to it or as the court has proven, he put him up to it, they awarded her that money in damages. But obviously she lost because she owes him more money than he owe her. Now all of the articles are talking about how she too broke to pay him. Yeah. Her lawyers are saying she doesn't have the money to pay him, which is probably why she was going for this over the top $100 million lawsuit. She don't have the money to pay. Now she's talking about how she's going to appeal. And it have like a bunch of lawyers and Go people who are to professional. Go take your kid and disappear. And disappear. Uh, I don't know why she doesn't just go into obscurity. But she claims she's going to appeal the case. And it have a lot of lawyers who are like, she really doesn't have grounds for appeal because the lawyers who were watching were like, they thought that the judge was very fair. They thought that the judge threw out what she needed to throw out, heard what she needed to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she didn't give any special preference to one side over another side. And um, they show a clip of the trial where she was like, and why wouldn't he look at me? And Johnny Depp looked at his lawyer and laughed and he was like, because I don't want to. and so now people are mad at johnny depp because he was at the bar when the trial when for the court i wanted to i was at the bar i I would have been at the bar girl you should have seen me on the day that you remember when i messaged you and i was like it's happening they put out a notice (laughs) saying they're gonna read the verdict at three I planned my whole lunch around this <laughs> because when I found out Riddick was coming out at three o'clock, I was gonna go eat her, and I was like, "No, I don't want to be disturbed." <laughs> so, <laughs> so I waited until three o'clock to eat lunch just so I could watch it, and I had two cheese sandwiches, grilled cheese sandwiches that day. One I was supposed to eat earlier because I had no food food. Yeah. I just had bread and I was like, I'm just going to make grilled cheese and take it to work. And I didn't get to eat the one in the morning. So I'm hungry because I didn't eat anything all day. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to wait. And then when I started to eat, because I'm like, yes, this is it. These jurors, I don't want to call them no names, but I was really mad because he had to send them back to fill out the form. No, look, bitches. I'm like, hey, I have two sandwiches <laughs> and I can't like stretch out eating two sandwiches for two hours, you know what I mean? Like, I need you all to come back with a break. So if you see me eat this thing slow, slow, I'm like, slow. I'm hungry. I'm like, slowly chewing. Like, okay, if anybody comes, I'm eating lunch. I'm eating lunch. And I'm well within my time limit of lunch. Eh? Mm-hmm. I don't want anybody, if anybody listens to it, I'm not exceeding my lunch time. But I'm trying to maximize my lunch time because I can't just be sitting there. Yeah. Because at our office, I straight up going to say this. They don't fucking respect people's lunch time. Or bathroom time. Or bathroom time. So, like, if you're on lunch, they routinely will come up to you and be like, hey, sorry to bother you at lunch and continue talking. No matter what. And so, we don't actually have a lunch time. Um, our production staff has a dedicated lunch time. But the people who work in the office, that is not a thing. It's not real. And so, I know at any moment, somebody could come roll up on me. So, I want to have food in front of me because otherwise, it's going to look like I'm not working. I was riveted. Riveted. That was some good TV. Yeah. So, what are the implications for the Me Too movement now? I think it's only people who see things in black and white and who are complete pricks who are going to be like, Me Too is not a thing anymore, just on the basis of this ass. I think that that's wrong. Yeah. That's like that's like saying, 
all men are rapists. We're not saying all men are rapists. Uh-uh. So if you're and gonna, not yeah, all women, so all women are liars. Mm. Not all women are liars. Yeah. Like I mean, so I think it's wrong if you're sitting down at home like, well, me too is over because that's just a grandiose statement uh, of yeah. bullshit. Mm-hmm. If you thinking about things like that, you are part of the fucking problem. Yeah, you are. Anyway, let's get into it, Susanna. Let's oh, she leading. Yes, the cheerleader. Broke. Broke is like Broke. an amazing name. bitch name. Love it. Like, I love it. I Because I associate Brooke with Brooke from Bold and the Beautiful. I don't know who that is, but... She was one of the bad girls. It, I believe it was Bold and Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you had Brooke and Taylor, and they were both in love with Ridge. Okay. Right? <laughs> These were the names. Right? And okay. I think Ridge had a brother named Thorn. Right? Oh, shit. I know. <laughs> and they were all hot. Right? <laughs> And when I was growing up, Bridge, my grandmother hated Brooke. She's like, that Brooke. She never used to say curse words. She'd be like, look at you. She's so deceitful. She's <laughs> <laughs> shouting at the TV. <laughs> but Brooke was the bad bitch. Oh. And I associate the name Brooke with somebody who don't take no shit. So you're already off to a great start. Yes. Brooke Skyler Richardson. Mm-hmm. She was born March 9th. 1999. What were you so, doing in 1999? Hoping we didn't die in 2000. Right? <laughs> because everybody <laughs> said. So concerned. I, graduated. I, just, I just graduated from high school. No, I just, I started, I was like about a year or two into secondary school. I'm so You're not so old. <laughs> we were all told 2000 was it. Remember the Mayans yes. said we were going to go. We're gone. Anyways, she was born in a small town in Ohio it's called Charlize. Her family's small, so mom, dad, brother, and herself. Her mom name is Kim, dad name is Scott, and brother name is Jackson. All of them big on sports. Okay. They like sports. Jackson played football. Skyler, we're going to call her Skyler because Brooke is a lot harder for me to pronounce. Really? Yes, it is. So Jackson played football and Skyler was a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. She was actually what they call the flyer. So the one that goes on the top of the pyramid. That they fling up in the air? the one that flick up in the air. Wow. I so think that's now you can, you can tell that she was in too tall. And she was very, very tiny. Because they could throw up. Yeah. Yeah. Since she held that position in the team, and they were very into sports, Mm -hmm. she was extremely conscious of her weight. To the point that she developed an eating disorder. They didn't specify which one, but eating disorder. Mm So, poor Brooke. At some point, her mother says that when she was 12 years old, she said she wouldn't eat gum because it had too many calories in july 2016 skylar started dating trey but their relationship lasted for a few months only. by the beginning of 2017 skylar started dating again this time his name is brandon he is a junior at her high school skylar seemed happy with her new relationship she was even gaining weight. Her parents were excited because they thought, okay, this random guy is good for her. She's moving away from her eating disorder. Kim, Skylar's mom, saw that the relationship was getting serious by the day. So she decided to do the responsible thing and take Skylar to the gynecologist. So Skylar could go on a pill, whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. birth control of her choice. Mm-hmm. Kim stayed in the waiting 
area because she respects her daughter and, I, and she's not intrusive. I am intrusive. I am going to take you. I mean, you. I feel like you could have gone in, but sit at the top. Like, not down at the where the action is. You sit at the top. Yeah, yeah. Be looking at the wall, but I'm inside the office. Yeah. I'm not in the waiting area. Yes, fair. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Same. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. I'm not crazy. No. <laughs> but because when I read this, the fuck did you stay outside? <laughs> Girl. But oh, anyway, so Kim let her go. Mm-hmm. And then she waited patiently. When Skylar came out, her eyes were red. Kim said, what happened? Skylar said, she felt weird because it's the first time. And she felt like, you know, she was uncomfortable. And Kim said, well, I can understand. Because, you know, first time they're checking. And if they, you don't know what's going to happen and all that jazz. So she said, okay, let's go. Let's go home. Did you get your prescription for, for birth control? Yes, I got a prescription. Off we go. Mom and daughter. What Skylar failed to say to her mother is that she just found out she was pregnant. Not just pregnant. 36 fucking weeks pregnant. It's too late. For <laughs> for all of those <laughs> that don't know them weeks and shit, they fool you by saying it's nine months. It's 40 fucking weeks. It feels like seven years. But I'm telling you, in so weeks' time... how did time, she not show... So tiny, Skylar continued with her life. She attended her cheerleader practices. She even went to prom with her boyfriend, Brandon. No one suspects she was pregnant. Nobody. She's been thrown up in the sky and... Well, I mean, she didn't know for 36 weeks, so she figured I had my might as well continue. A few months later... The police knock at the Richardson's door. Police had gotten a call from the OBGYN saying that Skylar was pregnant and rumors were going around that she had buried the baby in her backyard. How did the OBGYN hear the rumors? Small town. Okay. So how she parents then hear that a baby in the backyard? If it's a small town. When questioned, Skylar said that she visited the doctor's Two months after going with her mom, she said to the doctor she gave birth on May 7, 2017. Apparently, she started having labor pains earlier that day, but did not tell anybody. She claimed that when the baby came out, the baby was stillborn. Mm -hmm. There was no movement. She ended up having a girl. She was not alive. She claimed that she tried to do everything, but nothing happened. So she went to the backyard, dug a hole, put the baby in, buried the baby. Out she goes. What about things like her afterbirth and all of that stuff? Did she know Flush anything about the that? Toilet? Honestly, when I learned about afterbirth as an adult, I was like, you see, they never tell you this shit. You have to have two babies. Yeah. You have to have the actual baby that's and coming the placenta. and then the placenta. Uh-huh. So, like, did anybody, like, did she get any information? Did she know? Or was she just like, okay, do, 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 and then floops, it came out. You know what I mean? Okay. How do you cut your... <sighs> Listen, I looked down to make sure that it's clean, and that was hours after. <laughs> Because other than that, whatever happened there, I just... Uh, mm. <laughs> no. What about the big diaper? That's they the put them in. <laughs> she didn't have a big diaper. I don't know. She not, I don't know. I have all these questions about what she did so many, after uh-huh. she had the baby. Because there's uh-huh. a lot of aftercare. Yes. From having a baby. You don't just like go back to life. Like, no. Yeah. Okay. But also, she tiny. She probably didn't have a big baby either. So, Anyways, after the interrogation, the police went to the Richardson home. 
and they looked for the baby's body of course they found it right away because she said where she buried the mm -hmm. body the baby's body was taken to a pathologist they were trying to figure out if the baby was stillborn or murdered. So six days later, the police asked Kyler to come back for more questioning. The, the pathologist report showed that the baby was burned. Mm. So Skyler said she didn't know about the burn. But when the police pushed her, and pay attention to this, when the police pushed her, and I'm air quoting, she said, oh, I wanted to cremate the baby, so I tried to let the leg up. That's why I chose that it's burned. Hmm. This is a fucking 16-year-old. I wouldn't do that to a squirrel. Let today alone we, somebody that comes to, out of you. Today we watched the Jurassic Park before the one we planned to go see Friday. Mm -hmm. And in this one, the island explodes. And there are a bunch of dinosaurs left on the island. And they show you the sad scene. You know, the, oh, nice, no, tall, the nice tall vegetarian ones. Mm -hmm. The vegetosauruses from the first movie. <laughs> and you see them. And they're like crying. Chanel! And I feel, I am so sad. First off, this movie is not real. <laughs> Those dinosaurs aren't real. And I had a hard time watching the scene of the dinosaur on TV cry. Mm -hmm. I cannot imagine having to do this to a real life yeah. living baby. Yeah. Or, or she said the baby was not alive. So she said she tried to cremate the baby but didn't succeed. Shortly after saying that she tried to cremate the baby. She said that the baby was not stillborn and she heard a gurgle. Mm -hmm. Skyler was charged with reckless homicide and she was taken into jail. But the parents bailed her out right before the trial. So she didn't spend too much time in jail. I don't know how much time between taken and then paying. Mm -hmm. Skyler plead not guilty. When the case was presented into the grand jury, Skyler faced new charges, aggravated murder, which in Ohio, they give a life sentence to. Involuntary manslaughter. Why is it involuntary? She I already no did it. Well, I have no idea. Endangering children and abuse of a corpse. She was arrested again and sent to jail. Mm -hmm. But parents, Build her up. Got her out again. Okay. Mm -hmm. During the trial, another pathology report came. This pathology report says that the baby was not burned. The lawyers claim that Skyler was enticed into confessing something she didn't do. Mm -hmm. Because when you watch the interrogation, the policeman suggests, oh, you must have burned the, burned the baby. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, because... Innocent Skylar that didn't plan a, a, a thing. She, she got pushed by the policeman. Did she get? Uh, did she have a lawyer with her when she answered those questions? Right. No, no, that matters. You're gonna interview a minor without their parent or a lawyer. They could coerce her into saying something she didn't plan to say. During this trial, the lawyers showed that the um, policemen, when they were interrogating her, they said, "Are you sure you didn't hear a gurgle?" Mm. And then she went, "I oh, yes, I hear a gurgle." Mm. This strategy didn't work, and the prosecution got stuck with the charges. They said, uh, uh we're not dropping shit. But they said, let me offer you a deal. We're going to take off the aggravated murder. Mm -hmm. That's the one with the charge. Next sentence. Yes. Mm -hmm. And leave you with the rest if you plead guilty. If you plead guilty. Mm 
Mm-hmm. She said, no. on September 3rd, 2019, Skylar's second trial started. The prosecution had no evidence if the baby was stillborn or not. Mm. They brought the OBGYN and he said the baby had a strong heartbeat 11 days before she gave birth. Mm-hmm. The prosecution insists that Skylar did everything to harm the baby before delivering. Like she continued to go to her practices, she took birth control. Well, like dummy, birth control is not going to help afterwards. Yeah, but this is also the mind of a child. And she's thinking, I haven't been caught yet. Let me just continue doing what I've been doing. Her whole life is high school. Cheerleading. Exactly. Her whole life, her whole existence is this. So in her head, that's all that matters. Mm. This is a minor inconvenience. The prosecution suspect the mother knew about it. Because the doctor's office sent by mistake, quote unquote, the test results were chose that Skylar is pregnant. Ah, well now. That answers some question. Listen, listen, listen. When Kim Asked Kyler, what the fuck is this? Kyler said, oh, that's a mistake. And she believed her and then And they went on with their lives. This is, okay, I will believe that because of the question I asked you about does she understand what happens after you have a baby? You understand what I mean? Mm -hmm. If her mom knew about it, then she would have been there to help her with that aspect of it. They also find messages between them. Skylar turned her mom that she hoped she would fit on her prom dress. And just days after the baby was born, Skylar texted her mom, Yay, my belly's back. That's not that incriminating given the fact uh-huh. that she had the eating disorder. But, but, but that's exactly what they, I'm saying. The prosecutor had nothing, not mm-hmm. like no grounds. Mm-hmm. Kim also made Skylar lose 20 pounds just by giving her laxatives. When? Whilst she was pregnant. The, this was now, after she I, got the email or before she got the email? I don't know. That's important. Because if she gave her that after she got the email, she did it knowing that she could have been but pregnant no, 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 and trying because, to because if minimize she said, her Because look. if she said, Mom, I want to fit on my dress, and Mom is still on the... She doesn't know, but she knows that these laxatives... Meanwhile, here, I got a colonoscopy, and I think I'll gain weight. No, 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 no. I don't think there's any way. A logical parent. Those are the words I said. Logical. You receive this email saying that your daughter 36 and weeks pregnant. And you're not, you don't investigate it? No, but not that. That you, you get, see, receive the email, the daughter 36 weeks pregnant. But then, okay, mm-hmm. but your daughter then is like, I can't fit in my dress. That's a flag. Like, okay, you're so careful about your diet. You're all of these things, but you're concerned about not fitting into your dress. Mm -hmm. Why would you just go out and buy her laxatives instead of being like, hey, let's sit down. Let's go meet with your doctor or tell the truth. What the hell is happening? What is really going on? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just don't see why. This is after the fact. Now, if you're telling me this is before the email. I don't know exactly when when this happened, but this just to say something about Kim's character. On September 12, 2009, the jury found Brooke Skyler Richardson not guilty of all charges. Since she buried the baby, she received a guilty verdict for gross abuse of a corpse. So that was a different charge. It, mm-hmm. it came up with a, okay. Yeah. And this is a felony charge and it carries about one year in prison. Instead of getting one year incarcerated, she received 
three years of probation. Just recently came out to the public that Skyler probation was reduced to one year. So normally you get a year in jail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Instead of a year in jail, she got three years probation. But now her three years got reduced to one year probation because she's so young out about her life. The judge said he decided to rule out that her charge was a low level felony. She had no prior criminal history and she followed all the rules, rules going to school. This also discovered that she was suffering from severe depression, PTSD, and body dysmorphia. As of June 2021, Skylar Richardson worked as a paralegal and serves her community. Okay. Okay. No ningún okay. What are you going to do? The trial is done. If it was somebody else, and you and I know very well that people that have done very, very, for smoking weed, there's still people in jail. In jail. Yes. I have questions. It's not that I don't agree with you. I think my biggest question about Kim's responsibility in this is whether or not she knew about the um, baby before or after she gave her the laxatives. Mm. And it does to me, because the immediate question I have was having a baby by yourself in your bathroom. Like, what did you do after? Where did you go after? Who did you go to after? And it's so messy. Did you go, exactly. Did you go to the hospital? Did you go to the doctor? Like, what did you do after for and yourself? I, can, I, get, I get it that some people don't show their belly. Not me. God knows. I, you know, this is what I have to say. Do I think that she probably got away with murder? She did. Yeah, I do. I do, I do feel like because of the burning aspect, but at the same time, that's why I asked you questions like, was she in the room alone with the lawyer, with the with the police? Yeah. And if she was in the room with the police alone, there are cases of people who've gone to jail for murder that they did not commit, yeah. that they admitted to because the police leaned on them. And if they say things to her like, we'll let you go home if you just, you know, agree to this. She'll say, yeah, because she's a fucking child. Mm. Here's why we struggle. Because the justice system does not see youth across all colors. You understand? Yeah. If they used to see youth in everybody who was young and it were able to view mm -hmm. the possibilities of people's life mm -hmm. outside of the limitations of their race, mm -hmm. then we would probably be less affected. Because we do know that there are cases of people who've done much less, mm -hmm. who go to jail, they get 15 years, 10 years, whatever. Because for whatever reason, they look at them and they see somebody who is evil and who is responsible. But yet they look at somebody else, mm -hmm. like a, a Brooke Skyler, and they see somebody with a future and a possibility yes. and they made a mistake, right? And that's probably why we struggle with the fact that she got off so light. Because I don't think either one of us, I'm speaking for you here, I don't think either one of us wants to see a young person spend their life in jail. No, 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 no. But no. I do think that she should be responsible for the fact that she carried this baby. But honestly, if you're, you have this baby all the way, mm -hmm. go, go, say, say somewhere. No, I'm sent because if you you're so bushy and you want to keep your name, bushy? they're like, oh, rich. Uh huh. Mm. And then you just go. Oh, I send her for a retreat. 
exactly i did wonder why uh, she didn't do that you know because you're yeah. so close they could have sent us go away. yeah have the baby a baby for, for donation uh, for donation for adoption for donation. <laughs> let me donate this don't kid. donate any babies <laughs> <laughs> give it for adoption come back with your tiny waist and then be on your life i, I agree with that But i did why wonder why they didn't why, do that why 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 i judged kim because did you didn't question bit i would have gone to the doctor listen i'm Let's just say, let's just say, one of my daughter's doctors sent that thing. So I said, listen, I got this from you. Mm-hmm. My daughter said it's not. Or what is this? My daughter said this is not correct. You, you're not going to tell me her mom. Like, I love and believe yes. my kids. But Susanna, what I'm, But what I'm trying to say is, what if, what if, because we have to play what ifs, because we don't know. And she was said she was not guilty. I'm saying, what if her mom did not want to believe it, number one? She didn't want to believe it. So she said, no, mom, it was a mistake, da, 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 da. And she ignored it, right? And then what if after she did everything she did, her mom came and found out about what she did? What do you do then? You're the mother. You find out that the, your child had the baby. She buried the baby. Not sure if the baby was alive. Not not because, like we said, police lean on you all the time. Mm. She may have admitted to that and it really wasn't true, right? Mm. She had a baby. She did this horrible thing, burned the baby. Maybe or maybe not because you told a story where it's like, it happened, it happened, it happened, it happened. That's how the story went, right? Yeah, yeah. But because you, do- you keep on changing but it, your yeah. daughter came and you like, okay, you've discovered because there's blood everywhere or whatever everywhere and you're like, fuck. She has now already committed this crime. It's done. Baby is in the ground. What are you doing? You're not writing for your child? Fuck, Is You see the question? There's an episode of Mindy. The Mindy Project. I love Mindy Killing. There's this um, Indian comedian. Love her. She has a show called Mindy Project. And Shana. the mother on the show, listen to this, the mother on the show like to pick pot, like to steal. Right? She like to pick up things and put it in her bag, right? Mm-hmm. They take her back to the store so she could do the right thing and return the, yeah. the thing. Yeah. And then they were like, sorry, we're going to have to call the police. And they're like, but she did the right. She brought it back, mm-hmm. right? And now the mother's like, y'all going to let me go to jail? Mindy was like, no. So the son, which is her boyfriend, mm-hmm. this is her mother-in-law. <laughs> mm-hmm. The son is like, what are we going to do? We have to do the right thing. Ma, we have to do the right thing. And Mindy looks at him and said, If our son did whatever, whatever, what are we going to do? Because I know I put him in the back of a chicken truck and drive him to Mexico. <laughs> you understand? Like, this is... <laughs> like, just... You have to put yourself in this situation. If Kim came upon this after the fact, we both know the right thing to do would be, yes, go to the police and do it. But the thing that you would really do, what you would really fucking do, is y'all going to fucking Mexico. Tell me I lie. I ain't lie. I'll have to write a postcard to you from Mexico. Hola! (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, you know, it's just like, oh, God. Am I lying, though? Exactly. These ladies on the reel, they were saying that the mother discovered a diary in the son's room, planning to go to the school and hurt some kids. Report him to the police. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is it. In this scenario, these are different. That son, she's right. If he really is having these thoughts, 
She needs to get him in front of a psychologist, psychiatrist. She needs and to let the, the authorities help. know. She needs to get him the help that he needs because he isn't talking about something that affects only him. He's talking about hurting other people. In this she sen- did hurt the baby. In this scenario, right? We are have we have an element here of the baby may not have been alive. Okay, mm-hmm. that's where that's where things get gray. If the baby mm-hmm. was alive, mm-hmm. I'm on your side. She killed that baby. She she definitely did something wrong. If that baby was born stillborn, which they were not able to prove that the child was not, they were born not stillborn. able to prove. But it was so. Ugh. I understand, but since they were never able to prove that the child was stillborn. And all we have is that the child was stillborn because they can't prove that the child was not stillborn. Mm -hmm. Then this is the panic of a child who just gave birth to a baby that's dead and does not know what to do. She's 16. I think I would take her to the to the doctor. Like, you know, like with the first story that the baby the baby was born. Born, still born. Yeah. Agreed. I'll be like, let's go to the doctor. Let's go to the doctor. But if she's already buried the baby. Anyway. Let's get into my case because I have a wild one for you today. Sure. I have no dead babies in mine. You're not ready. I wasn't ready. Hold on to your asses. <laughs> Sounds good. Big lurch, right? Antron Singleton, a.k.a. otherwise known as Big Lurch, was an up-and-coming rapper from the late 90s, early 2000s. And he got his name because of Lurch from Adam's Family Monsters, what we talked about at the beginning of the show. You know, like, I can't remember if it was the Monsters who had Lurch, if it was Adam's Family who had Lurch. But, so, confirm, it's the Adam's Family. Okay. It was fitting for him because he stood a whole six foot seven inches tall. Now, why he goes by Big Lurch where Lurch is already big, um, right, you asked that question earlier. I can't answer it. But he tall. One website say he's six six. Now, before I really get into the meat of this story, I want you all to know, articles wildly just changed information on this one. Like I normally will read, you know, I read like at least ten articles, mm-hmm. and I'll see like minor differences. These when I say things don't match up, like dates over here, over there. <laughs> He's 6'10", he's 6'7", he's, he mm-hmm. was born in 1976, he was born in 1973. Like, so, I, I sure, the information is somewhere there, but I read a multitude of articles, and so don't come from me if you go do your own research and things don't exactly match. And you know, you can't really trust Wikipedia. If, they're listen- if their listeners are anything like us, they're not going to do extra. That's a good point. Y'all not doing shit. All right, let's go on. <laughs> so his career, his career in rap was a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Born on September 15th. 1973, like I said, some sites said 1976, in Fort Worth, East Texas, in the projects, he grew up writing poetry, and he had a great aptitude for creative writing. By 15 years old, he would perform music at any opportunity that would present itself, and he didn't shy away from publicly displaying his skills. Now, what kind of music he was into when he was 15, I can't exactly say if it was rap from since then. Maybe it was something else. Originally, he would perform under the name G Spade. Spade, like like Bunny Spade. No, S P A Y E D, S P A D E, like a Spade card, like Spade. Okay. You know the Spade of cards. Okay. I don't know what G was, right? <laughs> but given his formidable Giant. size, hey, it might be <laughs> given his formidable size, he started going by Big Lurch instead because he was going for a rapping career. 
It only made sense that he would move to California because East Texas is not exactly the rapping place. <laughs> so he could run in the same circles as other prominent rappers yeah. of the time. Now, some websites call a bunch of rap names. I don't know all, but I put two that I didn't know. No. Uh. Of course, I know who Jay-Z is. <laughs> I put two that I didn't know. I don't I know if you know them. No. He apparently made music with Too Short and Mystical. <laughs> You don't know them? You do know their songs. Trust me. Trust me. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, he tried to strike it famous as a solo artist and also as part of a group. In fact, in 1998, he and the group Cosmo Slop Shop <laughs> had a small hit with the song Sinful. But the band broke up soon after and it didn't go anywhere. But with Tupac and Biggie gone, because by now Tupac and Tupac Biggie and were Biggie gone, it, uh-huh. rap was suffering. And, like, they had, like, an identity crisis. Because, like, in the 90s, it was all gangster rap. Like, thug this, thug that. East Coast versus West Coast. You know, this was the what kill, rap there was kill, about. There were killings. The killings. Yes. Suge was in jail. I, I, I told Susanna I was going to do Biggie, Tupac, Suge Knight. And I will. But I have to really... Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I want to do those justice. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to fuck around with those, right? <laughs> And so, like, uh, but this was the identity of rap back in, like, the 90s, okay. right? It was all gangster, thug life, you know, we we, have, we, we fight and we enemies, da 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 mm-hmm. And then some, some, in some articles, people said that Biggie and Tupac were friends, you know, like, like, behind the scenes, you know? You, um, we have that in the Latin community, you know? It kind of reminds me of two politicians from Trinidad, um, Patrick Manning and <laughs> Bas de Opane. The these were two prime ministers from back <laughs> when I was younger, minister. yeah. <laughs> And so, like, they're not rappers. <laughs> I was going like, to say. They, they, in politics, they were oppositions. They were opposing. But they're buddies. But I swear, I've seen pictures of these two people lying in. Like, you but know? They, I know, but you know, like in politics, it's different. Anyway, anyway, we're getting off topic. But the point is, is we have that in the reggaeton community. Oh, you said in the Spanish community, is it reggaeton? And the, in, okay. the, in the Spanish community, Who's Do, that Don Reggae? Omar and, and Daddy Junkie. Oh, really? Yeah. What about Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny is the newer one. I'm oh, talking about okay, the okay. old, them, old, oh, them good. Really? They have like a beef? They had like a oh. beef. Yeah. There was another one that became a, a, a reggaeton Christian. I oh, really? Say. Yeah. Oh, one version of that is Mace. He used to run with P. Diddy mm-hmm. when he was with Biggie. His name was originally Puff Daddy, right? Point is, mm-hmm. is that, you know, and rappers kind of just kind of in a, in a weird place. Okay. And so what had happened is that Eminem had kind of gotten popular on the scene in this time, right? While Lurch was trying to make it. Eminem got popular. And what he got popular for was this kind of sub-genre of rap, like a okay. horror rap, because a lot of Eminem songs talked about him killing his baby mother, Kim. Yes. Right? So mm-hmm. he used to depict really violent things in his rap, and Lurch really, res- like, he, he, he liked it, right? Okay. So it was kind of his genre that he adopted as well okay so he really leaned into that so that's mm-hmm. that, that they're just painting that picture that from the articles i read they just wanted to know what was going on in music at the time okay. it was moving away from the gangster rap and more into this whole kind of personal personal uh-huh. horror rap uh-huh. kind of uh-huh. thing Anyway. Personal struggles. Yeah, yeah, like that. Uh-huh. So anyway, it resonated with him. So he kind of leaned into it. And so he was determined to make it big. and But he got a huge setback. On September 16th, 2000, now you remember, he was born September 15th. He was driving home after his birthday party when he got hit by a drunk driver. <laughs> and in that accident, 
he got horribly injured and he broke his neck. And paralyzed. he, you know, he was not paralyzed. Shit! I know. He did not end up paralyzed, but he had to be on a lot of pain medication. He got uh, put in an induced coma and he got put on a ton of pain medication. Unsurprisingly, he had a long road of recovery ahead of him mm -hmm. and he had to be highly medicated to manage the pain, the pain. that he got left with. Because mm -hmm. he didn't just like break his neck, recover and went back with no pain. He mm -hmm. still had residual pain from the incident. Upon release from the hospital, Lurch could not handle how his body constantly hurt from the accident. Mm -hmm. So he turned to street drugs to manage his pain. Cocaine and shit. Not cocaine. His drug of choice was PCP or fencyclidin, a.k.a. angel dust. So <laughs> I don't know much about the different ways. You're confusing ways. me even more. Well, that's what it's called. It's called PCP. Its chemical name is fencyclidin. And on the streets, it's called angel dust, right? Uh-huh. And how's the difference between that and cocaine? Cocaine has an industrious spirit. It will have you hyper-focused. Mm -hmm. PCP will have you thinking you saw a turtle on your shoulder. Okay. But you didn't. <laughs> you don't have no And you also have no shoulder. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you understand? <laughs> you got it. That's not your okay. shoulder, bitch. It's your knee. Exactly. Right? You got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know much about the different ways one might enjoy PCP. Mm -hmm. Like, you know how we have different ways you could do heroin and all sorts of stuff? I don't know. I don't know enough about doing it. <laughs> but the way he did it was by smoking cigarettes dipped in formaldehyde. Now, I had to do a little bit of research here because when I saw that, I was like, this can't be right. Because formaldehyde is what they embalm dead people. I was going to say. Yeah. So I was like, something here not adding up. I didn't do well in chemistry. I have a whole degree in biochemistry all year. But I, <laughs> even <laughs> I knew, I was like, these just don't sound right. So you take the cigarette. Dip it, let it and dry, smoke and it. smoke it. Because, yes. I mean, you cannot smoke it when it's wet. Yes, you can also do it with weed as well. And it, if you're you, really trying to go there. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be right. right. But then wouldn't be like, is it not flammable or uh, something? Or just like, I had so many questions. Trust me. Okay. Anyway, like I said, I did the research. And it is widely believed that <laughs> PCP and formaldehyde are the same thing. People believe that, like with their whole chest. But PCP... They're on PCP when they're believing... That's it. what they said. <laughs> <laughs> the article said... <laughs> the article said... Uh, this is they think somebody high on PCP came up with it and then just ran with I it. Did. And it's like adrenal... People on drugs talk to other people on drugs while they're doing drugs... And so now it was like a belief that mm -hmm. PCP and formaldehyde or embalming fluid were one and the same. <laughs> but I have read several articles, so please go do your own research and just learn a little bit of chemistry that these are just not the same. <laughs> so PCP has a reputation and rumors associated with it that mm -hmm. just won't go away. One of which is that is also formaldehyde. When in reality, it's an anesthetic agent. Okay. And it does have hallucinogenic properties. Yeah, yes, that's true. But it's meant to manage pain. That's okay. what it's meant to use it for. But you don't get high? Well, you remember it has a little hallucinogen. But mm. if you're taking it in a controlled way in a hospital, the high might be the same as, oh, I was loopy in the hospital. They gave me so many pain yeah. drugs. And, you know, I saw a fairy for a minute and they came back. You know, like that. I haven't seen no fairy. And I, 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 I have 
taken. I am imagining here. Hydrocodone. Right. Anyway, so because of the rumors that formaldehyde and PCP are like, you could just interchange them. Don't worry. You don't rush to get PCP mm-hmm. if you just use this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the two are often mixed. And formaldehyde is often used in place of PCP, which has crazy ass side effects such as hallucinations, symptoms associated with schizophrenia, including delusions, paranoia, difficulty with speech or thought, loss of self-identity, depression, and weight. It can also (laughs) cause users to lose the bounds of their ego and lose touch with all reality. That combo, that, that use of formaldehyde. So a lot of people, like I said, they like to mix. So you've got people doing just the cigarettes dipped in formaldehyde. You have people mixing PCP with formaldehyde, right? Because <laughs> it's just more PCP to them. You have the yeah, people who taking PC. weed and putting PCP and formaldehyde. Should people who are doing fun. weed and formaldehyde, really, it's just a lot. So just to give you some insight into the drug uh, urban legends, because like I said, PCP have some rumors about it. Okay. And I'm just saying all this before I get into the rest of the story. There's an urban legend that goes way back that a man high on PCP, not sure if it was plain PCP or PCP and formaldehyde or formaldehyde pretending to be PCP. <laughs> but whatever it was, he was high on it. And he cut off his face, I including his eyes, and fed it to a dog. I... These are the kind of rumors. How do you I know, know where to put This is why it's an urban legend. He can't see it. But maybe the dog That's was right what, But it was an imaginary dog. Could have been a fake dog. Yes, you're right. <laughs> we don't. What know. if it was his taco? Either way, nobody knows if this story is true, but apparently <laughs> it's been around for a hot minute. Why anybody would do that, I don't know. But I guess it was the only thing that would take the edge off Lurch, the PCP. Because, okay. like, I mean, if I hear all this shit about a drug, for sure, like, it doesn't entice me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I want to be as far away from that as possible. Whatever it is, yeah. But he has, uh, he's having all this pain. And I can't imagine being in near constant pain mm-hmm. and needing relief. What started for him as pain management turned into everyday recreational use. Mm-hmm. Because he needed it now to, just to get through his day. Yeah. One article even saying he would get high for days at a time and even forego eating. Lurch even rapped about it saying, quote, and I'm not going to attempt to rap here. I'm just going to tell you what the lyrics oh, are. Okay, okay, okay. Sure, it made the dreams wild. Silence of the lamps. Chianti and fava beans, big bouncing grills and big bouncing asses. It don't rhyme, but I... These are the lyrics, okay? <laughs> so, remember... Hold he, on. Mm, let me read it again. Bouncing... <laughs> yeah, no, it no, made no, the no. dreams wild. Uh-huh. Silence of the lamps. Chianti and fava beans, big bouncing grills and big bouncing asses. <laughs> These are the lyrics. Okay. So in April 9, 2002, mm-hmm. remember he got in the accident in 2000. So this is two, two solid years, years of him using PCP. Lurch attended a party. Okay. Where PCP, in this case, cigarettes dipped in formaldehyde, not actual PCP, okay. was getting passed around. So he was having these cigarettes dipped in formaldehyde mm-hmm. and they were being passed around. Next thing he knows... He was waking up in jail two weeks later, likely in a restrained jail hospital with no recollection of how he got there. Now, some articles say this happened on the 19th and 20th, but like I said, I'm going with the date that I decided to choose. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
He didn't know how she got, he got there. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. And here's where the story really gets wild. Because it starts with him being naked in the street. On April 10th, now remember, he went to a party on April 9th. Mm-hmm. On April 10th, 2002, the day after the line by his friend's house, mm-hmm. the police were called because Big Lurch was seen standing naked in the middle of the street looking up at the sky. He was covered in blood. Ay, coño. And he had something bloody in his hands. When the authorities reached to get him, they discovered he held a half-eaten lung I say, I, I, in his hands, I know, which I know, meant I know, I know, I know. <laughs> they had to figure out. <laughs> Was he grilled? Grilled? Yeah, he's like a cooked. Song. Yeah, he said it on the song, bouncing grill. Grills are teeth. Big bouncing grills oh, is teeth. I thought it was the grill like the barbie. No, not the no. Grills are teeth. Okay. Like I said, he held a half eaten lump in his hand. Asco, asco, asco. Which meant they had to figure out who or what the lung belonged to. It's alleged by one article that the party that he went to on April the 9th was one at the home of his friend Thomas Moore who he was recording music with under his new label. Thomas shared an apartment with his girlfriend, Tynesha Yesais. I think I pronounced that horribly, but hopefully, you know, y'all got it. And the apartment was located in Southeast Los Angeles on 108th Street and Figueroa. At the time, Lurch and Thomas smoked PCP repeatedly while Tynesha and her two children were out of the apartment. It's alleged that later the next day, or very early the morning of the next day, Lurch returned to the apartment seeking a high. When Thomas, but Thomas was not there. Tynesha was there. Her children were not there. They were at school. I said I was gonna say to you <laughs> right now, if that was the long of one of the kids, I quit. <laughs> no. Like you're gotten to the no. <laughs> when she opened the door. To Lurch, he was begging for a PCP fix, but she didn't have any. Lurch at this point busted into the apartment. Now, all of this is alleged, huh? Because he don't remember what happened, right? According to How him. How about she? According to him. Um, she's missing a lung. You think she alive? Anyway, <laughs> Lurch at this point busted into the apartment, beating Tynesha and asking for his fix. And if she was screaming... Because some article tried to paint a picture of her screaming and whatnot. But if she was screaming, it would have likely intensified any hallucinogenic feelings or delusions he may have been experiencing at the time. Still unsure of what tripped him out, he then took a large kitchen knife and plunged it into Tynesha's stomach. One article saying he believed at that time that Tynesha had the devil in her belly. Although using the knife to cut Tynesha to get the devil out, Lurch continued on and cut open her chest, ripping out her right lung, like the whole thing. And he started feasting. When they analyzed the content of Lurch's stomach, so I don't know what they did. I don't know if they induced vomiting. An article was talking. One article written by this person was like, I'm not sure how they did this. But they confirmed that he had human flesh and tissue in his stomach that was not his. Tynesha, that's his victim, she had a broken neck, broken jaw, 
fractured eye socket mm. and multiple stab wounds along with her missing organ. One article said that they couldn't conclusively say that um, the cause of death. No, they couldn't conclusively say that the tissue in his stomach wasn't his because stomach acid already started to break down the tissue. But to me, that was a stretch. That was this one article because he was found with a half-eaten lung in his hands. Like, in his hand. So this was all news to Lurch. Waking up from an induced coma to not only find out he was a murderer, but also a cannibal. Lurch was even told when he was arrested, he growled at the police like an animal. And all of this he couldn't remember. The one thing on Lurch's side was that when he awoke, he already had a lawyer named Milton Grimes, who was also the owner of the label he just signed with. Mm-hmm. Not only did Lurch discover he had representation, he was also informed that he was on haloperidol, a.k.a. Haldol, which is this antipsychotic drug. Lurch repeatedly told officials that they kept giving him drugs on the night of the party because remember he met up with the guy Thomas who he made music with under this new label. And Thomas is the the girl's wife. Boyfriend. Um, uh, Boyfriend, yeah. The girl's boyfriend, yeah. And that he had no recollection of the events after he had these cigarettes that were dipped in formaldehyde. Now remember he said he used to have PCP. I don't know if he always had the cigarettes dipped in formaldehyde. Mm-hmm. Maybe he used to have regular PCP before. But maybe this was like his first time having the, the, the one thing. dipped in the formaldehyde. Mm-hmm. It's a common way for people to have it. But what I said in the story was he had PCP. A common way to have it is dip it in formaldehyde. Okay. But I don't know how often he did it like that, if ever. Right, And if that was the one that they were actually having that day. Yes. And, and who knows? Like I said, they do a bunch of combinations. The weed with the formaldehyde and the PCP. The PCP plus formaldehyde. The cigarettes dipped in formaldehyde. You know, you just don't know. And he said they were giving him large quantities. Just giving it to him, give it to him, giving it him. His lawyer told them they needed the case to look as bad as possible. Like for him, in terms of like his mental state. For it to go in his favor. favor. And... His legal team tried to go for a plea of not guilty by reason of insanity because mm-hmm. remember they had him on the held off. But the courts weren't going for it. Lurch was arraigned on June the 13th of 2002 in Compton Superior Court. After hearing the evidence, including testimony from a psychiatrist saying that Lurch suffered from mental impairment due to his continuous PCP habit. Yeah. The Superior Court Judge Jack W. Morgan ruled that Lurch was sane at the time of the murder and would stand trial. After a not-so-long legal battle, Lurch was found guilty Mm -hmm. and sentenced to life in prison for murder, torture, and a new um, charge I've never heard of, aggravated mayhem. It caused mayhem. One article said he got two life sentences. According to reports, Tynesha's mother did not blame Lurch for what happened to Tynesha, but instead blamed the label as they were the ones plying him with all the PCP. Mm. She filed a wrongful death suit against Big Lurch's label, saying they had been the one giving him the drugs Mm -hmm. in order to make him more violent because she theorized that at the time... Encouraging violence was a good thing because music, the the rap world and that business, Mm -hmm. violence was a good thing in that moment, you know? Mm -hmm. But her lawsuit went nowhere. 
Lurch is still in prison. And that was my little case for today. Like you unlocked another, another level of grossness. We had that guy who ate the balls. You remember him? He hung the guy upside down. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah, that's, true. that's true. Yeah. I know I found in this case that the judge was unfair. I don't know if I would think he was crazy, like in the legal definition of insanity, but I think he might have been temporarily insane. That may have been induced by his drugs. Yeah, but Be that that will that will set the precedent that everybody on drugs yeah, will be excused. I get to, I get know? what you're saying, but at the same time, hear me out, right? I also think what he how he went to jail, saying he was completely sane, mm. implied. He was aware he knew, he knew of well what he was, he was doing. doing. Yeah. And that's where I find fault. Does he need to be in jail? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He killed this girl. He pulled out how long he eat it. However, I think that there was space for them to consider that he was not in his right mind at the time when he yeah. committed the crime. You know? And that, that's where I think that the judge fucked up. Because I don't think he was sane. I don't think he was completely sane. Or at least he didn't have all his faculties. You know? He may not be the medical definition of insane. Yeah. But I think he definitely wasn't all there. Turtle on the shoulder. No shoulder. Remember? <laughs> like, the, it has people doing crazy shit. Yeah. It's so horrible. Can you imagine you just got high and then you come wake out up of it? And you find out you murder. ate somebody's lung. Stabbed them up. Yeah. He went into, like, this violent rage. Now, another thing is, who put these two and two together? Like, let's dip the cigarette here <laughs> like and see. Like I said, like, somebody said, somebody said PCP and formaldehyde was the same. Oh, just dip your cigarette in formaldehyde and you'll get the same high. Somebody said this. And I also read the side effects of, of um, formaldehyde and... Um, Apparently, there's formaldehyde in cigarettes, mm -hmm. like actual regular cigarettes, right? Okay. But a very small amount. To create the addiction among... And... More than the nicotine? Uh, no, no. I, I think... I think I'm, I'm not sure about percentages, but it's a very small amount mm -hmm. that they said to have a little bit. And it causes throat cancers and all of these things, right? And my point is, is whatever urban legend, whatever belief... That led to people thinking PCP and formaldehyde is the same. <laughs> Whatever reputation it got for being the same really needs to stop. Because I feel like people are still doing this today. No, fuck. And that's wild. Y'all don't remember bath salts? You remember bath salts? What bath salts? No, not, not bath salts. Not like what you bathe in the bathroom no? with. There was a drug that was being called bath salts. And I can't remember what, what it was. It was making people bite people's face off. But I mean, when you are in the throes of an addiction, you don't know what people Anything, will do. Anything, yeah. You know? You don't know what people will do. I mean, I, I, if I was the judge, I'd be like, you're an addict. This, it's not like, I'm not going to say, because people be coming for me like, alcohol is a drug too. Yes, it is. Nicotine is a drug. Yes, it is. It's not the same as weed. Fuck, no. You know? But when you're going into... You're not going to go and do hardcore shit that will make you 
sea turtles on your non shoulder and then be like, I don't know what happened. Oh, bitch! your face and feed it to a dog, allegedly. Yeah, but bitch, you just, you, you went in it knowing that this could take you places. That I give you, like, that's an addiction to this specific drug. However, the question is, and this is where, this is why he is responsible for himself. He didn't know the place it was going to take him. And he took it, the drug on but that you're risk. But taking a fucking drug. Exactly. You knowing it was going to take him places. Exactly. But now, but we I don't, don't know how, like I said, the how he said it is that he kept, they kept giving him, they kept giving him the PCP. They kept giving him, like, I think the way it was worded in all the articles is that this was more than he's ever had before. In the, on that party, like when he was At in that the party, party with the people from the, that he was supposed to be okay. doing the music with, okay. you know, like how it was. So it's like he so went on a bender. He's hallucinated, he's hallucinated how much he knows that he knows that how much he's getting. How can he prove that they gave him even more? I don't How know. How can he prove that he wasn't the one That's that said give point. me more? That's a good point. Because it's not like I'm but, but also, innocent you. Like you're asking for it. I don't know. Like I'm as high as fuck. You ask me. You and I are drunk. But that, can, that doesn't come because you're sipping the tea. But if I'm wasted and I said, Chanel, give me another fucking shot. You said, yeah, bitch. Have your fucking shot. What I'm saying is, is that I don't. I think you're right because I think his legal team. But it sounds weird to me that the guy who is the owner of the label would, as a defense, state that the people at the party, which was more or less made up of people for the label, mm -hmm. were plying him with PCP because it implies responsibility on the label. You understand? Because yeah. remember, the mom came back after the fact and tried to sue the label. So this is what I'm trying to say. Like, I just think it's weird that as a defense, they would say that if it wasn't true, because this guy owns the label. Mm. I think that's odd. It's easier for a company, like the label to take the hit than a person. I don't think they would want to. Like, uh, why wouldn't they a just send him up the river? Go down. Yeah, exactly. Not so they would rather person. he goes down. But not a person. But he can make money in another label that they open up again. I don't know. I don't know. Like, his talent would have to be amazing for the, lo the label to put themselves in that position. If it's a well-established label, do you think they care to change their so. fucking name? I don't and think then... it was a well-established label there at all. Go. Because I hadn't heard about Big Lurch until today. <laughs> With that said, um, I'm going to go look for his songs. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just want to hear. <laughs> I, I saw on Reddit this guy wrote a letter to Lurch and he wrote back. I have questions. No, 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 no. But if you said, Chanel, I'm going to take you there and you will be allowed to talk yes, to. Yes, this is why who? I think I should be who in the BAU. Like to, who would you like to talk to? Who would I want to talk to? All bets are off. You can ask anything you want. No. I know who I would. No, no, I know who I yeah, would. This guy, I've almost done his case probably 10 times. His name is Christopher Carver. Mm -hmm. He killed Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer was the guy who used to eat people's hearts after he killed them. I've never done Jeffrey Dahmer because, of course, he's been done. He's like one of the most prolific serial killers, like Ted Bundy, like that. He killed him in jail. And he's alive. 
That means he met Dharma and he killed him. And that's probably the person I would interview. Which is weird, but that's that. Because I've almost done his case like 10 times. I was like, oh, it must be so fucking But that would be so awesome, Chanel, because it'd be like, you shouldn't go to jail for that. Do you know what I mean? No, but you couldn't get no, charged. No, 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 he killed somebody. That's how he got there. No, 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 no. But I think you can. And while like, 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 he was in prison, yes. he killed Dama. Yeah. Yeah, and now he's serving three life sentences. He killed Dama and somebody else, another guy, who I no, never heard uh, of. No, like one life less. Who, who he, you got two. Who he, I don't know the other guy, um, like what he was famous for, like his crime, but he was also a murderer. And he killed both of them. He killed them both in jail. So now he's serving three life sentences, Christopher Scarborough. And I believe he was, I think he has schizophrenia. I'm not sure. Anyway, tell me if what I said sounded crazy to you about the whole, you know, if your child committed a crime, they've done it. It's done. There was no stopping them before they did it. They did it. The crime is not essentially victimless because it's a crime. But it's one of those things where you probably might be able to get away with it. Maybe, maybe. Do you think you're just gonna like, fuck it, that's, that's, it's a family secret? Or are you gonna be like, no, you have to go to jail. Tell the truth, I don't lie, you can't go to jail for having an opinion. Susanna is going to Mexico, <laughs> okay? Like, I know I'm looking at you straight in your fucking face and I already know. Yes, because I don't want either of my babies to go. But there is a part of me like that should be held responsible for the things that they do yeah like i'll be like i'll give you my kidney my like my 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 hand Mm -hmm. to all the lawyers to get her like get the probation yes but don't get her in you know what i mean instead of you can't control that you will turn out for them in jail uh, you don't know i'm just praying the judge like this (laughs) you can go put your breast on the table (laughs) and see if it helps (laughs) okay we know nothing, so please go to the sources linked on our Instagram at Criminally Clueless or on our website at criminallyclueless.com to get the real tea. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a like or a review so we can dominate those ratings. Remember, we might be clueless, but that's not a crime. See you next week.